Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back to the OC. Happy to be your host today, Jason Turnbull, joined as always by my two comrades, Kevin Longfrey. Can we say comrades? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. And Dr. Sean Landry. Stop moving your, <laughs> your knee again. It's my Come nervous on. jitters. <laughs> Come on, man. You need to calm down. Get some therapy. Do something. Yeah. Right? Ketamine or something. I should. I should do that. Thank you. I begin. Thank you for your advice. <laughs> So, very happy to be back again. Thank you for the strong, encouraging words to start off today's episode. <laughs> Maybe you should do... I need therapy. Come on, man. Why are you shaking? Great. I think you should come to ayahuasca with us next time. Mm. Mm. We, we should... We should I don't know. Sean's episode. got his arms folded, staring at me, judging me. We should have an episode. No. Open heart. Open heart. Surgery. <laughs> I'm not going to lie that your last two experiences are not really that encouraging for me to go. I mean, it sounded amazing. Like, I mean, but yet not really amazing. <laughs> I'm sure it was in retrospect, but huh. no. I guess I just, I it's just, just very, I'll just have to check my calendar. <laughs> check my calendar. Okay. So basically never. <laughs> so basically right. well, until very, you Google it yes, right, and see all the scary things. Yeah. Yeah. I'll think about it. I think it's worth thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it, we, until we, then. But until then, until what are then. we talking about today? Well, what do you got first? I was going to say, do you have anything you'd like to report? Maybe a little check in for this week? Yeah, we got, uh, what do we have? We got, what's going on this week? What's going on? What's going on this weekend? Like topic wise? Or are we. No. no. How was your week? We How's your week? That's amazing. Yeah? Really good. Man. Yeah. I wish really you. good. Always having great, great well, weeks all the great time. Day. Ayahuasca, that'll do it to you, buddy. Mm. Great day today. Oh, great day. Yeah, it was a good day. Yeah. Other than the demands from our secretary. <laughs> to put up Christmas... Uh, Christmas lights? Holiday decorations. Yeah. Right? It's no different than, than any other day. Right? Demands, true. demands, well, demands. true. It was just a little but, more... You know. A little more unusual. True. Yeah. It is... But it does... We are later than some of our neighbors. But it does look amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to conform to timelines like that, right? It's true. No, we should put them up. It is the 25th Christmas. of December. Christmas. <laughs> we should put them up after Christmas. Just start yeah, or the day before, maybe. Yeah, the day before. Just to stand out. Yeah. That's good. Well, well I'm glad you're here. You had a great week. You too, Sean. Really good. Yeah. Good week. Yeah. Um, I've been nominated to coach my son's hockey team, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> no one else applied. Uh, okay. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I can tell you it's going to make your it's going to make Kelly really happy that yeah, you're exactly always there. Way to go, Sean. always coaching. And well, I have three boys. Yeah, so you are. I've already had this talk with you. Yeah. So then the other two are going to hate you because you didn't pick them. No, nope. Aiden. Yeah, I go out on the ice with Aiden, but when he's you're out of pre, pre novice, I'll coach him too. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Once you start, too, like, I said that to my wife actually like three weeks ago. Yeah. I would expect I can't quit now. I'm doing it for eight years. Not no one's going to start now that has never done it before. 
And to be honest, right? Have you when you listen to some of the? You think you'd be better at it? Probably win all the or time, or at least better at playing. Provincial champion. Do you win all the time? Have you won a game this year? Uh, yes, one. <laughs> have you? Yeah, we won. We won this week. We talked just recently. I know. So this is a recent Wednesday. Win. We won. You won. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, well done. Yeah. yeah. The other team forfeited. They were in uh, Adam. We're in Bantam. So <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but on the flip side, you have to be. The, you have to bring them anyways, right? You might as well totally. be there. And uh, yeah, and of then. Course. A lot of the a lot of the parents I talked to. But as you get older, you don't have to be there. No, it's that's true. the thing. In Bantam, yeah. like I really don't. The like, yeah. parents drop them off half yeah. hour before and come back an hour and a half yeah. later. No, for sure. But uh, it, it's funny. Degenerates. Degenerates. <laughs> yeah. But a lot you of could the, say it, Jack. A lot of the parents I talked to. <laughs> I hate those parents. <laughs> well, there's probably no one listening to this. <laughs> hey, a lot of the parents I talked to who did coach, they say it's such a short, it's such a quick time, right, in their lives. So like you might as well enjoy it. So. Agreed. Know. I agree. All right, boys. So today we um, we're gonna go a little more into more of the connected practitioner route, right? With oh. maybe a little bit more of how we I might take a nap. Develop our hands as practitioners and how we trust essentially um, our sensorial skills, right? Our sensorial skills, the things we've been taught repeatedly in all our years of teachings with osteopathic school. So we're gonna go over the three Sutherland questions. Um, you know, how often we use them, why do we use them, so on and so forth. So for anyone who doesn't what understand the three selling questions, they are, how is this How is this person living? That's the first question. And then how would this person like to live? We'll talk about that, how it changes in your hand. And finally, what is, what's not allowing this person to live that way or what's holding them back from living that way? So, yes, William Garner, Garner Sutherland, famous, famous. osteopath. Infamous. Infamous. Yeah. Flute player as well, I think. Huh? Uh, yeah, there's this particular type of flute I think he played. <laughs> but yeah, he was well known for his musical prowess. I am sure of that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was the big guy on the uh, on the cranial bones, right? I, I think he was he the big the cranial, cranial guy. I don't think it was the flute. I think it was the... You're right. <laughs> You're right. It was the cranium. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> So yeah, so he a was sac- maybe a little sacrum too. But, uh. So he was instrumental in yes, all the cranial stuff, right? He was taking the bones and studying them, and that's he actually he was, would put helmet. He, he would exactly. put a helmet on his head. Yes, dedication and yeah. twist it and yeah, compress until he died. Maddie would get <laughs> compress his temporal bone, and then be like, uh, "What am I? What is happening?" To yeah. Me? Oh my yeah. gosh, my back hurts. <laughs> Yeah. Why do yeah. I want to strangle this person? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. So he was, a, you know, one of the godfathers of, well, Why certainly the godfather of cranial yes. of cranial osteopathy in the cranial sacral system for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know why. I don't know how it's truly him. But I remember in my educational process, these were referred to as the Sutherland questions. Yeah. So, uh, Kev, because we sometimes skip over you, um, please let us <laughs> listeners uh, hear your your version of the story. How often you use it. Um, what are the uses for it? Do you find them useful? Do you use them yes or no? Have you modified them anyway to make them the long prey questions? Like, what do you, what do, you do for this? <laughs> I use them every day with every person. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Even myself. I, yeah. Even the babies? <laughs> yeah. Even babies. Good. Even babies. No, I don't treat many babies, but well, the odd baby that sneaks in. I well, do. I mean, you got to follow restraining orders, baby. right? Like, <laughs> nice. The odd baby that crawls in. Yeah. 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 
If you can crawl up here, I'll treat you. The no, I use them. I use them every day uh, with every client. Uh, my the I'll usually do the same process with everyone. It's I'll it's like a recipe. Not really a recipe, or, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I kind of go from the the either the feet, but you can do this from anywhere. The head. Uh, and then I'll, I'll just assess to see, uh, again, like you're saying, you know, how, how are you presently living? What, what are the main things that are sticking out either in the uh, more structural plane to the fluidic to the uh, electromagnetic uh, and see where, where would the body like to be? Where would it be comfortable going? Uh, so like you had mentioned. And then where would I have to start to... That's your accent. Allow point. that to happen. So, so you say, okay, so you're asking where would you access or you're saying what is preventing them from going there, from living that way? Uh, I kind of, what is the main priority zone gotcha. that so will give that. me access yeah. so essentially to what's not allowing you allow, to Yeah, allowing the process to happen. Okay. Right? Yeah, exactly. More direct question. Yeah. 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 It's the same way of asking. It's just a slightly different way of how do I solve the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I do that honestly with everybody. Um, and I'm assuming multiple times during the same treatment with the same person. Uh, potentially, sometimes not. Sometimes not. I, I'll off, I do sometimes go back and retest from there, but sometimes I'll just test from wherever I am. Uh, either That's what I mean. Same questions, but <laughs> yeah, after you've exactly. corrected it, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How is it feeling now? Good. Now what's... On every plane. On, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's a very useful thing. And, and like the to kind of piggyback on what you were saying um, in terms of de developing the, the sensorial aspect of what we do mm -hmm. and getting away from the mental gymnastics that we tend to do when we come out of school, uh, it's a great way to kind of really let go of all the Just kind forget. of mechanical forget everything you learn. viewpoints. Really, well, it's... It's actually what Sean's saying. It's, it really is to put everything aside and just feel. And if you, a lot of young one, young therapists struggle with that because they think, well, okay, if I'm not really thinking about what I'm feeling for, well, how am I supposed to feel? <laughs> so it's, or, you know, am I influencing what I'm feeling because I'm thinking right. about it? Yeah, people that, go crazy. That's just that your stuff. mind just screwing with you. So yep. you, you really got to get good at not just relaxing and just uh, again centering yourself so that mm, you can. Yeah. You can be present for for that information to come in. So that's that's what I do uh, uh, with every treatment. Amazing. Yeah. Genre? I do a very similar thing. Um, I'll do a little direct, more direct asking. So I'll even scan through the body sometimes and ask and and ask and actually look and, and feel. So um, yeah, I remember. So you learned it from like stop, drop, and roll, but you just turn stop, it into look, drop, listen, feel. Look, listen, hmm. feel. Exactly. Um, you just did your CPR, no? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I did. That was more 30 and 2. Change from 15 and 2. It changes every time. single time, yeah. just for the sake of change. Yeah. 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 Unresponsive. You don't have to say I have an unconscious unresponsive. It's just unresponsive. But uh, yeah, that aside, yeah, um, I like to ask. So it's the same thing. You're asking. You're asking the field. You're asking uh, them, the person in front of you. I, I, you know, when they're depending on where they're at, when they're laying down, uh, I'll ask these questions to myself. So I'll, I'll def, I'll definitely ask the three questions. Your audio is pretty low. Yeah, it's weird. Anyways, I, I muted you actually. That's why. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, 
I hear that though. Uh, so I'll I'll scan through the body. So I'll start. Uh, I could do it. Sometimes I'll do it systematically. Start from asking from the occiput, working my way down, uh, asking, and then looking for a response or either feeling a response to the body. So how is this patient, or is this uh, is this affecting the way they're living? Is this uh, you know, and and go through go through the the different segments of the body. And, uh, and you'll see, you'll feel, you'll feel and it'll, it'll send you right to the area. Um, but it's, it, it's, it always impresses me and then, I'll, and then I'll validate it with, you know, questions and, and tests and, uh, yeah, to, to really zero in because I, I do believe like you guys are, I think what you guys are alluding to is, you know, there are, there are key things that if you can do the, the single it's almost like the minimum effective dose, which offers the maximum amount of change um, at the right time for that patient. It, you know, it, it, it solves so many problems, right? And then, yes, there, it might unfold other problems, right? As the healing process, as the healing process unfolds, but, uh, but it, it's pretty cool that you can, you can narrow in and, or zero in on what's important to them. So kind of like a differential diagnosis uh, approach, yeah. right? Like so, but but like sending when we do it the, off to the universe, right? Yeah, you're so, actually sending that. I always saw it that way. It's like <laughs> instead of you touching two segments, see which one lets go of the other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're asking, you're sending it out, <laughs> and asking what does it require to have balance, and then working on that segment, and then going more specific to that segment, and and uh, seeing what it needs there, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's different, but similar to like doing say the spear test or the I use something like every new valve. You know, you're doing a spear test or when they come back in again, and then you're doing sometimes just compressions in their back. It's I'll usually there, I'll usually by just, the way there was a complaint about you doing that actually. That's it. That's okay. My yeah. lawyer's involved. It's okay. He'll take okay, care. Okay, perfect. Um, so I'll, quite often I'll say to people again they're in for a, whatever their knee, and I'm doing compressions of their T spine and stuff, and I'll mm-hmm. say to them. You know, these are global tests. They don't really tell me what's wrong. They just, I'm getting an idea of how your body feels. Right. Are and you, I'm just seeing. Are you a doctor? And I'm just saying, like, listen, it's not telling me what's wrong. It's just saying, that doesn't feel like the rest of your body. So more investigation required, essentially, right? Or the sphere test, the same thing. Ooh, that's not moving the way it should. Again, it's very global. Not sure what it is, but let's investigate further. Um, for me, I find that, uh, I find that I'm the same. So when I came out of school, you know, like most of us, I was very much into the uh, testing, 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 right? Did AT, Bachelor of Science, so you're into that world. And then had to slowly then learn how to be more holistic and, and to listen more. And it's funny, it's, during our program, our, our, our MBO program, I had a good uh, phone conversation with someone. And that's where they struggled. They said, oh, I wish I was like so-and-so. I was going to see them and they just know where to go. So I was encouraging this person to to just be in their hands for a bit always too, uh, they're always very technical, right? So too technical, always in their head. So I encouraged them to, to listen, ask the questions first. And the kind of, like you said, Sean, ask the questions first, go where your, where your hands are telling you need to go and you can test then, yeah. right? If it's saying it's a, let's say you're on someone's head, like Kev says, you can start from their head, their feet, wherever. Let's say you're on someone's head and you're feeling it's pulling them down to your, their spleen for for instance, you can then go down and test it. I mean, if the spleen moves perfectly well on all three layers or levels, 
you didn't find the right spot. But more likely than not, as you get used to this, it's a good way for them to grow as an osteopath. Listen, do what your school taught you to do that you're, we train our hands more than anyone that's out there really. And so you listen, feel where it's pulling you, go down, trust the process, fix what's there, listen again. Where am I being pulled to? Where's the, I think that's such an instrumental part of being a true, I don't want to say true mechanic of the body, but it's, you know what I mean? It's a true like holistic practitioner where you're really listening to the body and where it needs to go. It's not like you forget what you learned. There's a reason we had to learn all that stuff for safety and for, you know, patient therapist reliability, like all that stuff has meaning to it. But in order to grow and really develop, I think in all levels, then listening to your hands and, and sensing yourself and becoming your best version has to have, has to involve this. I agree with that, Jay. I think that's what I was getting at is I definitely, I start with the asking the question uh, of the questions and, and, you know, sending out that or, or acquiring that information from, I guess, from this, from the, the field or the consciousness, right. Of, or the, you know, the interaction between myself, the therapist and the patient, but then I'll, I'll definitely look to validate it. I'll validate it through posture analysis, right. To see if, the, if it is showing me what the questions were giving me or what the answers I was given. Um, I'll even do the pulses, right. The applied kinesiology, like I'll actually, you know, from the questions and, and it's amazing how often they, they come correlate. Together. They correlate. Yeah, right? uh, of course. It's so cool. Like the, especially I love, I, I love the, uh, I'm the, glad you're bringing that up because I, I, I think this is important to mention for people starting out mm-hmm. because there's so many other means to validate what you're feeling. And this is really an important measure that even if you have colleagues that you can work with to practice this, this is so essential to developing this skill and having things like muscle testing or checking uh, system functioning and stuff like that through some of these other techniques is always great to do to to validate what you felt in the first place. So yeah. you start off with this simple exercise of feeling where you think things are. You can do it. Well, what I didn't mention in the beginning is what I normally do is like what Jay mentioned. You know, like they're standing up is just yeah, a quick far. scan of what they're how yeah. they're presenting certain zones that I feel like are are kind of screaming at me. You know, and then I'll go kind of do a quick uh, sphere test and then do this this palpation test. But that that exercise of going and validating even further is so important because then you start to see like, holy, even I'm actually for, right on. Like, And even for the patient. Right? Of course, it validates it for them, which is important in their scope to, to having a, a good healing process begin and be on board with what you're doing and them not thinking you're crazy. It's important both ways, but for the practitioner, I think it's, it's really powerful because it really lets them grow. Right. And then after a while, you don't need the validation necessarily of your client. Not that you don't care, but you're really, you're in tune, you're better and you're, and you're able to send in order to feel that way. We've got to be prepared ourselves, right. And centered ourselves. So it's like, you're more in the habit of being at your best, so I think that plays a big role in, in making the best, the best, um, what I meant by validation was the educational. Component. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. Explaining it to them as, so that they kind of get that they understand and they get the buy-in and stuff. Right. Yeah. It's funny. Cause it's, sometimes you'll say that. Like I remember going down to someone recently and, and I was on their head and I went down to their, you're going liver and, oh. and, <laughs> and, uh, and like, where are you, where are you there? I said, I'm, I'm just, I'm just assessing your liver and, oh, well, how did you get to there? I said, well, actually from your head, when I was seeing your head, you were, I was just kind of listening to where, you know, I felt like you weren't really 
you know, moving around the structure you're supposed to be moving around and it, and it really pulled me down to your liver. Oh, wow, really? You can feel that from up there? I said, I can feel a lot from up there. I know what you're thinking right now. <laughs> no. And then... Uh, do you tell him it's God telling you? Yeah. Right. I do. Perfect. Yeah. And then... Um, well, he's my buddy. <laughs> then... Um, but it's funny because ironically, this, this individual like, probably about a month ago said, well, it's crazy because my liver my liver markers have been really all over the place. They don't know why. And it's here. I'm like, Oh, I'm not saying it's that for sure, but it's crazy how they were able to tie it right back into direct medicine that the results they'd received in the last couple of months. So it's, it's pretty neat. And let's just say it brought in a lot of buy-in. They're like, wow, you felt that from my head and my medical facilities want to run tests on that. It was, it's pretty neat. It's just trusting your gut, right? I think that's pretty cool. They're worried about the 12 beers I've been drinking every night. Yeah, exactly. You're telling him as his father, his relationship with his father. I said you have anger issues, <laughs> anger issues because of your father. No. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yes, um, I said it's not your fault, but, but really it is. But indirectly, it's not your direct fault, but indirectly it absolutely is your fault. Becomes your fault by default. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because who's responsible for That's that? That's a great title for a podcast. It's your fault by default. <laughs> it's your fault by default. Mm-hmm. I like it. We should do a part you're, two. You're letting it be your fault. We got to do a part two to it. It's, it's all true. your it's fault. It's all your fault for sure. It's all your yes. fault, part two. Yes, we but it's neat though. But it's funny. It's how many. I mean, in all honesty, like you know, as you do this, it's pretty amazing how often when you you get drawn somewhere from whether it's from their feet or from their head or wherever you are to the next place, and then they're able to correspond that to something that's actually going on with their life at that time, right? Like, I think that's pretty neat. Huh. You okay? You good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being, you know, stimulating and <laughs> encouraging. Yeah, no problem. I'm here for you. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, like I said, I think it's a very important, uh, a very important step for all osteopaths to take that next step. Listen to their hands, develop their hands. Yes, step by step, Kev, mm. step by step, and to really to, and I like what you said, Kev, too. Is this, you don't have to keep it into like protocol one, right? You can really start to ask on different levels, and again, that's even taking you that step further. It's one thing to listen mechanically and listen to the tissue field. But it's a whole other ballgame when you start getting into fluids and, and energy and electromagnetic fields. Mm-hmm. All these things are, are massively influencing people. And, and and it could be very different answer to your question in every plane. Yeah. yeah. So the, so that's where it gets interesting, too, is you might have one that's dominating that that is going to help with all the others and or you know multiple zones, maybe. But, well, maybe the reason why something keeps coming back, right? Yeah. If you're treating something in... In the in the in the musculoskeletal yes. field, yeah. but the next time they're in, it's back there again. Yeah. You're maybe just in the wrong field. Yeah, I like to think that I, I had a teacher that used that analogy quite a bit. Like even from like an impact, let's say of like soccer player like heading a ball, and having like the impact being like the structure being affected. Let's say at the right temple area, but the fluids all being mm. pushed to the far side of the cranium, and really being the main cause of the uh, of the re- lack of ability, to, a yeah. recurring problem, yeah, and lack of sure. being able to fix themselves. Mm-hmm. They'd been to other people and had. Yeah. Yeah, release the whether it's the you know, zygoma temporal whatever it would have been yeah. and then actually adjusting the fluids is what actually allowed them to get back on axis and, and actually heal themselves so so that's an important thing to bring up and with, there's so, so, so many great courses sub, subset of questions so many so many good courses that help you develop a, like uh, just to have uh, some recognition for uh, Geneviève Forget mm. who's fantastic uh, with many courses on one palpation and assessing these uh, planes. Yes. 
uh, endocranial spasm, mm. uh, all these different uh, variations of things. And uh, that honestly was, and the limiting factor, so, so why a lot of osteopaths don't go here, and which is basically why we're talking about it, is just to open the door a little bit to pe- allowing people to go into this, to expand their scope a little bit. Uh, and have more access to more information to help the patient even better. Getting down to more of the source issue is really to allow yourself the opportunity to feel these things. And sometimes people don't just because of, you know, uh, the the difficulties of letting go of that structural kind of mechanical approach of things is very difficult to let go of the the more intellectual technical side of things and and really just feel what's going on. And I would say that they probably need to be treated themselves to allow their hands to, to be able to get to that level and be comfortable and be present enough to yeah. to um, to receive the information. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, 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 that's a great point. You know, the more resistance we get out of ourselves by having getting treatment, working on whatever we need to work on, it definitely uh, definitely helps uh, for sure. Uh, increase the capacity to do those things for sure. Beauty. Yeah. All right, guys. So, again, three Sutherland questions. Ask them every time on all levels, right? What? Uh, how is this person living? How would they like to live? And what is preventing them from doing so? So if you're not doing that already, get on it. Get on it. Get on it. Or we'll shame you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or it's all your fault. Yeah. All right. So we hope you enjoyed. Like, as always, you guys can find us on osteometrship.com. We are live every Monday on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook for our um, eight mindful minutes at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're welcome to join us there. Anywhere else, Kev? Osteo Connection, obviously. Osteo Connection. And you can check out our MBO program or do a round two this coming spring. Osteometrship.com forward slash MBO. We're the wait list. Yeah, we'd be probably enrolling students soon. So for the next... uh, the next rendition. Yeah. Beautiful. Awesome. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Peace. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something or not. And if you haven't already subscribe here to the osteo connection, wherever you're listening. And Hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.